Do you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen? Have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation? Well, what if you were in too deep? Do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it? Or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care? Here at Faking Movies, we're always the ones who haven't seen the movie. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Faking Movies. This is episode 164. Correct. Yeah. If I if I ever told uh, you guys that if I ever opened a fried chicken place, one of my menu items would be a platter of chicken fingers called the Chick Tendo 64, and there'd be 64 of them. Wow. Doesn't sell much, but fantastic. That is so sure. many chicken fingers. I, I mean, like it's that. for a crowd. It's it's This is the chicken finger platter you get for the Yeah, Super Bowl. this isn't uh, Raisin uh, Cane's, but yeah. Ugh. Never, ever. Fuck Raisin. Okay, you, you know what? We'll just get us out of here. I like it. We all... Nope. Yeah, I, I know you like it. <laughs> you and my partner, every time you come to goddamn visit, it's like, oh, I guess we have to go to Raisin Cane's. It's like, oh, great. I get to eat fucking shitty crinkle oh. cut fries. Wait, and... she likes it too? I, we have yeah. two amidst us? Oh, that's one really... of us. Mm-hmm. One of we us. haven't ferreted Chicken them fingers. out yet. Chicken yeah. fingers. One of us. Uh, so the voices you're also oh. hearing are my dear friend Zach. What's up, Zach? Not much. How are you, bud? I'm okay. And my dear friend Seth. What's up, Seth? I am fine. <laughs> All right, cool. I, I do want to say before we get uh, rolling too far today, roll it, roll uh, despite it. yeah, despite all this disappointment around Raising Canes, which sucks, uh, fight me. Um, <laughs> I am very excited because we are at um, we are, are on day uh, one BMP, and I am so pumped. What the? F- That's right. We're recording this episode the day before Money Plane comes out. Oh, oh God, yeah. I forgot you're so happy about this yeah. Fraser Crane explosion. A lot, so of, a lot of chat about that. Yeah, yeah everybody, everybody who was listening, uh, earlier today on Twitter, I learned about the existence of a movie that will come out tomorrow called Money Plane. It stars Edge, the wrestler, uh, and Kelsey Grammer, and Denise Richards. Mm-hmm. And it's about a criminal who blackmails another criminal into robbing a casino airplane that is a casino airplane for criminals only. Yeah. And I am so fucking excited for this <laughs> There's movie. There's a clip already out. Um, uh, well, it came out a month ago to you, listener. But um, about Kelsey Grammer saying on the money plane, you can just have sex with an alligator or something. It's and, and bet, bet on, on it. it. It's, you can it's, bet it's on very, it. It's sure. very baffling. Friend of the show, Jeremy, brought up the point of what would the bet be? Yeah. What are you betting on in that scenario? <laughs> uh, it's, it's Death, obviously. <laughs> Sippity snappity. Oh, okay, that fair. gator's now got a little snackity. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, wow. Uh, okay, I, uh, I, I'm I'm so pumped that like we're still in the midst of this horrible global pandemic, and I'm so excited that by the time y'all listen to this, <laughs> the movie Money Plane will have united the world <laughs> and inspired everyone through their shared love of Money Plane to put on a fucking mask when you walk into the place that uh, I fucking work. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna do the dark part of Unite the Universe where I imagine a like zoom call with a bunch of i guess executives i don't know who puts out a movie money plane. alligators 
cocaine users. Yeah, okay. So I mean, they're all no like, trace. looking around going, you know, there's no movies out currently. Like, we, this is our chance. This movie was going to be nothing, but uh, there's people out there. Like, this, this guy Lee. going to go direct to DVD in Canada. Right. Like, and, but now yeah. we are indeed going to unite the universe with this trash fire. Yeah. yeah. If this if this came out in physical media, even though I do not own a machine that can play <laughs> any sort of physical media that you put movies uh-huh. onto, I don't yep. have a DVD player, That's I don't have a Blu-ray player, anything. If if this came out on DVD, I would buy it so I could attach it to a sword and raise my magic sword aloft <laughs> and shout. I have the power <laughs> and become the He-Man of money play. I feel like that makes sense. You, that you makes could sense. like when it when it of course comes out on Laserdisc. You could you know fashion some real strong armor out of it. <sighs> I was gonna say Ooh, if they true. know their market, they put out a limited edition Laserdisc, and Lee snaps it up for let's say fifty nine ninety nine probably. <laughs> yeah. At some point, I'll be drunk again. Right. Exactly. At, yeah. at yeah. some point, it's gonna happen. <laughs> Not right now, in the future, <laughs> some nebulous future. Yeah. So anyway, look look for uh, for Money Plane. Uh, we're not related to Money Plane in any sense of the word, Ooh. but I think you should all give your money to Money Plane. Um, <laughs> Watch it be, like, very racist or something. Yeah, it's going to be really <laughs> oh, bad. God. Like, it's going to be a real problem, bro. <laughs> I, suddenly, I suddenly feel so good that we already stole a copy and don't have to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, true, yeah. <laughs> Uh, all of that being said, all the money plane hype. I mean, because every movie podcast is going to have to talk about money plane since it changes the world. Um, <laughs> now that that's out of the way, I just want to say check out our Twitter because our dear friend Marielle works very hard. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, it's true. Uh, and it's an episode. We've got an episode. This we week, sure guys. do. We do. Uh, Lee is faking a movie this week, uh, even though he just Lee completely sure already dominated the top half of the show <laughs> by talking it is about money the- plane. <laughs> The person who's doing the episode has to, like, sort of default throw it to the group, like, uh, anybody want to talk about me doing me. this it's shit? It's me every week. Yeah. That every time I do the show, I have to do this because I'm the one who is, like, so self-centered that I have taken on the role of, I'm the host. I mean, hey, I'm fine yeah. with it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine being the uh, comic relief that has yep. non sequiturs. Speaking yeah. of which, Lee has a movie this week. <laughs> yeah, why don't I tell us about my movie this week? <laughs> why don't you tell us about the movie this week? Uh, so the movie this week that you guys gave me is called Split Image. Yeah, we regret it also. Oh, okay. Boy, uh, well, it stars Michael O'Keefe, uh, a.k.a. the worst part of Caddyshack. <laughs> Agreed. Yep. Checks I mean, out. I uh, actually don't like Caddyshack at all. You know, over the years, I've started to like it less and less and less uh but friend of the show jer made a a fan edit of caddyshack uh, uh, probably 10 years ago where he cut danny out of the movie as much as possible without like losing coherency mm-hmm. yeah i was gonna say so much well, better anything chevy chase is in chevy chase is the worst yeah, part but of that y- thing y- you sure. know caddyshack originally was a significantly longer coming of age sort of movie and then they cut out because it was then it turned out to be really really bad in the long cut and so they were just mm-hmm. like hey let's use all of these up and coming comedians and just make an ensemble piece instead a la uh, uh like animal house or something right but right. it was Play- a cohesive longer story that was 
very uh, uh, Danny centric, and yes. why? Because Danny's whole arc is like, does he want to go to school? Does he want to make mm-hmm. his own way? Does he? Is he? Did he get his girlfriend pregnant? Did yeah, he, preci- yeah like, precisely. And it was shit. more melodramatic. And then they were just like, nah, not gonna do that no more. So what they decided to do was leave in all the Danny scenes where there is female nudity, mm-hmm. and also all the Danny scenes where he talks to Chevy Chase, and then that's yep. about it. So I just today watched the. It's on Netflix. It's called A Futile and Stupid Gesture, all about the. Oh yeah, David Wayne mm-hmm. directed that. Yes, it's it stars um, um, uh, Will Forte uh, as the guy who started National Lampoon with the other guy, and eventually killed himself because he had a raging cocaine addiction and massive depression. Sure. Um, but the movie itself is very good. Highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they filmed Caddyshack in this and. Uh, yeah, it was basically like Seth said. Like he was constantly fighting with the studio. The studio was trying to make the next Animal House, and he was like, "No, we can do better than that." And uh, mm-hmm. that was sort of the problem. We want to pivot and show people that we're more than just what we did last. Yeah, but time, we don't right? want to yeah. pivot because that'll end up with whatever that. Um... <sighs> that'll end up with a sex worker being killed during a bachelor yeah. party. At a minimum. Yeah. 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 Also, isn't Jeremy Piven charging people ten thousand dollars to talk to him on 15. Cameo? I believe so. Yeah. Gotta wow. be, gotta be no take. Yeah, it's, fif- it's fifteen bills to talk with Jeremy Piven. Uh, I bet Elon Musk did it. Uh, yeah, I bet they did mm. a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> Just to hang. Do you guys yeah. see that? The, I bet he thinks that, that. Uh, they put a guillotine outside of Musk's mansion in DC. That's Whoa. fucking awesome. Yeah, so, I mean, it's like, it was like a, a it was like a fake guillotine, but still, like it was, it was still like a full size bon movie prop style guillotine outside of his message. House. Message sent. Yeah. All right. That is so fucking yeah. dope. That is fun. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah. So anyway, we were talking about the movie Split Image, starring Michael yeah. O'Keefe, who played Danny in Caddyshack. Oh, you know, I know uh, some interesting facts about Caddyshack. Uh, really? Yeah. So like, it turns out the Caddyshack. All right, let's not do this. Wait, Zach, did did John Daly play Chevy Chase in Futile and Stupid Gesture? Joel McHale plays Chevy Chase. Uh, wow, that's no, that's so much more that perfect. That is extremely yeah. perfect. John, oh, Daly, John Daly played Bill Murray. John Daly plays Bill Murray, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got it. Yep. It, the casting was weird because you know all these people, but it fit for most people. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. the Joel McHale uh, Chevy Chase oh, yeah. uh, thing is... Dead, dead I mean, right it's here. on so many levels yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, so the movie Split Image, starring Michael O'Keefe, uh, he was in Caddyshack. Oh, hey, you know, you I have some interesting yet. facts about Caddyshack. <laughs> really? really? <laughs> and you know, he was an up-and-coming actor. He had an Oscar nomination when he did Caddyshack. Uh, not for that, obviously. <laughs> uh, Zach is going to murder us. <laughs> I'm stuck in Groundhog Day, starring Bill Murray, also in Caddyshack. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Did you know that the movie Caddyshack, the scene between Bill Murray and Chevy Chase, they filmed after they finished because oh. they realized these two weren't on screen together? Oh, weird. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's true. I did not know So that. anyway, Michael O'Keefe is oh, in Oh, I heard he was in Caddyshack. He was in My whole ass. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to move on. Yep. Also, Karen Allen, uh-huh. yeah. uh, who, who we yeah. all love. Well... Uh, <laughs> Did okay. yeah, kind of still do yeah kind of yeah. anyway uh, Peter Fonda mm-hmm. yeah. you know the the son of someone who we all love um, <laughs> the brother of someone who we mm-hmm. all love and he also existed because um, he's dead now James Woods a man who I regretfully did not give diarrhea in this movie oh uh, you really just should did, have it, it didn't really fit the tone sadly oh, but uh, I wish he had gotten diarrhea in our in the real one too. 
Yeah. So let's just say to the listener at home, just imagine any time James Woods isn't happening in my he movie, is... he's having diarrhea off screen. I think that is, I uh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh, Brian Dennehy. Yeah. And then here's your sign, Bill Ingvall. <laughs> that's the oh, one. Yeah. I forgot that yeah. we gave you him. I will admit that out of all of those uh, blue-collar comedy guys, Bill Ingvall was the one that I always liked the most. Because a lot of his jokes were just about, I have kids, they drive me fucking crazy. My doctor gave me muscle relaxers. They're great. Yeah. Like, uh. that was Bill Ingvall's later career. That's yeah, true. I can see that. I think I like Jeff the most, but uh, they're well, all the Seth, same. Seth, of course, is on first-name basis with Ron White. Yeah, it's so. true. Yeah, Ron White actually, actually still fucks. Like, Ron is fun. Uh, yeah. And is unapologetic about his dumb bullshit. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. He's, he, he was fine. It was fun drinking with him. Um, right. For seven hours. Yeah, <laughs> it was for a long time. And his, That's kinda his, his thing, brother-in-law, man. Raimundo something? I can't remember. I still have Raimundo's phone number somewhere. Neat. Let's get Ron on the pod. Yeah, how have you not done this? We've been doing this show for three fucking years, dude. <laughs> I mean, I... I Okay, yeah. All right. You're right. You're right. When you're right, you're right. right. We'll work on I that. admit that I'm the asshole here. Well, anyway, uh, you know. Here's uh, your sign. Here's your sign. Yeah, split image. I, I, I'm, I'm really going to start okay. this time. Okay. Good luck. Uh, so we start uh, watching a famous painter uh, painting, uh, an unnamed famous painter uh, painting their final work. Um, it, this is in like there's a this is the prologue to the movie. Um, and Michael O'Keefe, who I don't know if you guys knew who's in Caddyshack. Oh, yeah, um, I, I had heard that. You know, I know some interesting facts about Caddyshack. <laughs> that it was longer originally, <laughs> yeah, more serious. Yeah. Um, Michael <laughs> Michael O'Keefe plays the painter. Um, and this painting uh, uh, goes undiscovered uh, from the point of his death. Um, and I'm thinking of him as like an uh, some unnamed like Dutch Golden Age yeah. painter. So like imagine like a Vermeer style yeah. painter. Um, really? So this painting oh. goes goes undiscovered uh, so from, his, from his from Yeah, this goes undiscovered from his death until the 1950s when two young brothers. Um, played by kids at first, but uh, later we're going to find out that it's Peter Fonda and James Woods' characters when they ah, were younger, mm-hmm. uh, okay. discover this painting, and it's... Yeah. Uh, they're going to discover this painting, and it's kind of in a beat-up crate that's in, like, an abandoned church basement. Mm-hmm. Um, like, clearly this thing has seen miles to reach random middle America abandoned basement, mm-hmm. you know? Um and these two brothers, like, when they're attempting to retrieve it, they, they can't agree on how to go about doing stuff, and they rip it in half accidentally. And they each keep one half. And this is, this is the, the split image. Mm. Um, but also, uh, we're going to go fast forward uh, to meet the brothers in their adulthood um, and how they lead radically different lives. So Peter Fonda Fucks. plays environmental... Right, does he fuck... <laughs> Heavy in the streets. I mean, he has he has a child, so he has oh, fucked. at least once. Yeah, yeah. just sure, like yeah, we sure. all have to think about how our parents all had to have sex at least once. My parents were trying to have a child for seventeen years before mm-hmm. I was born. Oh, so that's unfortunate for your man. Having memories. sex seventeen yeah. times must be hard. <laughs> <laughs> 
New Year's it's Day exhausting. every yeah. single yeah. year. <laughs> That's how you do it, right? That's how yeah. humans do it. When the moon well, is based full. on my birthday, my parents were more Christmas fuckers. But... Okay. okay. Oh, yeah, I guess Under that's the true. Lord. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Peter Fonda is an environmental activist who works with his wife, Karen Allen, and his son, Bill Engvall, uh, to stop an oil company from attempting to uh, clandestinely drill in some protected wildlife mm-hmm. refuge or something sure. like that. Um, we learn a lot about their family dynamic. Uh, there's a great deal of discussion between the three of them and, and a lot of give and take. They're a very loving family. They're very quiet and sweet people, which we're going to juxtapose against their really intense tactics uh, because they are essentially eco-terrorists. Mm-hmm. Oh. And not only are they willing to kill, they have killed before to protect the environment. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also, uh, as we're meeting and learning about that side of the family we're going to see intercut with this sequences of michael o'keefe who was in caddyshack uh, when he was younger oh yeah um, you know that had like a bunch of comedians in it um like and and they ended up having a more central role because the studio decided that, yeah did you know so rodney dangerfield and ted knight hated each other and <laughs> and they were like didn't even want to be on set at the same well, time it was uh, crazy. welcome back to Caddycast. Uh, the Caddyshack <laughs> mm-hmm. podcast. <laughs> this is the Shack Shack. Um, uh-huh. Shack is going to be on our next episode, actually. So, oh. yeah, we recorded in a, a lean to. Um, mm. So we are we're going to yeah. learn about when Michael was developing the painting that we've seen earlier mm. in the movie. Sure. Um, and we see like his other paintings kind of in the background. It's like very, as Seth said, realistic. It's like, but he, in his realism, there's like a strange sense of very expressive beauty. Um, and he's outside trying to get his inspiration. And that's when he sees some birds in their natural surroundings. And he is debating with himself over what his next step should be, uh, when deciding how he's going to go about making Mm -hmm. this painting. So okay. then we meet James Woods, and he is an oil executive. He is a very bombastic personality, and he's very charming when he interacts mm-hmm. with people. Um, but he's like the man in the oil company who's like the public face. He's like the defender whenever it's, oh, your company, is it? he's the guy. Like, if the Exxon Valdez spills, yep. he's the guy that's going on 60 Minutes, you know? Right. Um, a real sociopath, so we also, mm-hmm. for sure. Yep. Totally. Uh, we're also going to meet Brian Dennehy, uh, who is his closest friend and, and a lead engineer on their next project. Uh, and Brian comes to him with concerns about their current drilling project. Um, and his concerns, at first, James thinks um, that his issue is that, well, there's this loophole about how we shouldn't be drilling here, but we figured out a way that we can get away with it. Um, Don't worry, Brian. We're we're fine. You're not going to get in trouble if we get caught. And Brian's like, that's not the problem what he's worried about (laughs) he's worried about their workers and how their workers may be in danger yeah Yeah. uh but this is when james woods like kind of drops his big charming public face and he admits to brian that um he he understands he knows and he's even distressed about it but he doesn't care Mm -hmm. he's willing to just keep going uh so then we cut back to michael o'keefe um Oscar nominee for the Great Santini, mm-hmm. um, and he. Uh, oh, I heard he was also in Caddyshack. 
That's true. He played a character who was ostensibly the main character, but his role was much bigger. Yeah. This, um, this joke ebbs and flows. We are in a massive ebb, and I'm not sure there's a flow coming on this one. Mm-hmm. But, uh... There's certainly no Enya tune. Uh, sure. That's an Orinoco flow joke. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> hmm. Jokes for no one. Even more so than our <laughs> Caddyshack joke. <laughs> I think even well. Enya wouldn't have chuckled at that reference. So. <laughs> So we, we go back to see um, Michael O'Keefe again, and uh, he's still planning his painting. Oh, you know, I, I and we see him. Michael O'Keefe. Um, yeah. Oh, really? What? <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could stab people through a computer. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so he's, he's planning his painting, and at this point, we see him killing the birds and then oh. staging them in the way that he wants to paint them. Ah, interesting. So we can see that this is very difficult for him, but his artistic drive and artistic vision, he's able to overcome it and push through. Um, So we're going to move forward to when the drilling is going to happen, and uh, James Woods and Brian Dennehy are there. Uh, Peter Fonda, Karen Allen, and Bill Ingvall are also there, but neither group knows that they're in the same place. Mm -hmm. Like, they're, you know... Uh, it's parallel things happening um, with some distance between them. Uh, so the James Woods is, is overseeing progress to make sure that they're still skirting the law correctly and able to exploit natural resources as much as mm-hmm. possible. And Peter Fonda and his family are setting explosives that they are fully aware are likely to uh, not just destroy machinery, which is their goal, but kill the people operating Surely. it. Um, and now we get a flashback to the falling out that the brothers had and it's over their ideals probably pretty obvious at Mm -hmm. this point Um, Peter uh, we see as um, he has a a a a drive that he will he'll stop at nothing to fulfill uh, what he sees as a moral imperative and James understands what kind of destruction he stands to create uh, but is not willing to stand against progress. Mm-hmm. And the bro- the brothers uh, promise that they're never going to get in each other's way, but they also come to terms together with the idea that this is the last time they're ever mm-hmm. going to speak. Like, this is yeah. this is too it's much for either of them. Yeah. 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 Sure. Um, so then the drilling starts. We're back in the present. And so do the explosions. And in the chaos, we, you know, we see bodies flying and and earth flung through the air we see oil just exploding everywhere and it's very clear that it's going to choke out whatever animal and plant life was trying to be saved destruction yeah um and we see then that the brothers are both caught in what uh we kind of recognize was a premature explosion Mm -hmm. that uh peter was setting and they recognize each other as they're laying there injured, uh, and they both turn away from one another as they die. Um, James Woods has a satisfied look on his face uh, to suggest that he's kind of finally feeling morally superior to his brother, which was the only thing that he was lacking in their dynamic. Sure. uh, Even though he dies alone. Yeah. Uh, And Peter, on the other hand, is surrounded by his family, but he has this look of abject terror on his face because he is for the first time there to witness what his actions are doing 
to other people and yeah. to the environment itself that he's trying mm-hmm. to protect. Uh, and as they both die, uh, we're going to cut back to Michael finally finishing his painting and silently weeping. And he carefully carries away the birds that he killed and he wraps them in cloth and lays them in a small hole that he's dug for them. And then he packs up his painting and he stuffs it into the crate that we saw at the beginning and nails it shut, unable to face his artistic decisions. Ooh, boy. (laughs) You with these fucking endings, always. Every goddamn time you you pull this shit... You mentioned it wasn't going to be a Goof-em-ups. You were, you were correct. correct. <laughs> so did you guys, I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. caught, um, I did have a little Easter egg in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the main characters was played by Michael O'Keefe, <laughs> who had been in Caddyshack. That's the whole Easter and? egg? <laughs> yeah. No, oh, that's it. He said right. we needed a, I, I'm trying to get a flow in there oh, just to get rid of all them ebbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Them ebby, ebby farts. <laughs> Jesus. Oh boy. oh boy! So that's my uh, that's my that's my nug for the week. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh boy, Seth, you got that thing. Um, actually, the <laughs> the IMDb is not. They don't have a short. They don't have a short summary. Wait, what? Weird. In in 164 episodes, well, <laughs> this is the this first. Is, well, it all it all it has is like a full summary. And it's—I oh, mean—it's it's not long, but please, it's, if you want to read it, uh, it's just uh, what three sentences. Yeah, go for yeah. it. Yeah, okay. I'm dying to hear what this sequel to Caddyshack is about. <laughs> um, yeah. So the sequel to Caddyshack is Split Image. Caddyshack Two, starring Randy Quaid. So I think and Jackie did Mason. That, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and this is a uh, 1982 film. Um, so. A rootless young man's drawn into an unnamed religious cult by a beautiful girl. Every moment with the group causes him to become increasingly under the control of the cult's leader. After his parents fail in their attempt, they hire someone who has experience kidnapping, because it's misspelled, (laughs) Um, and then, scare quotes, deprogramming, and scarecrow, and then a dash undoing the mental damage, which had been done mm. to him. It's a lot of punctuation. There's a okay. lot. Of, it, this mm. it's not great. It's not great. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, and the cult okay. does have a name actually. Um, Homeland. Yeah, Homeland. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, like that show. Yeah, much uh, much like the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Less terrorism, more just generic cult. But uh, yeah, we'll get, we'll get into yeah. that. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's bad. This is bad. It was quite bad. Um, I have a slightly longer summary. I tried to do a Lee style summary, but um, it didn't really work. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Um, that can all be. We can't all be all be heroes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, I already regret writing this in hindsight. Here we go. Michael O'Keefe is named Danny. (laughs) 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 Not kidding. Real thing in this movie. (laughs) Uh, yep. Uh, can't, can't make that shit up. Um, he's training to be an Olympic gymnast, uh, and is like upper class spoiled board. Mm -hmm. Like he is just wayward and super rich and that's kind of, and he doesn't know what the fuck to do with his life as I recall. Yeah. 
Exactly. He is uh, afloat. Um, he meets Karen Allen by chance at a cafe. They go on a date. She invites him to a long weekend at her camp. Oops, the camp is immediately a cult in the most generic sense. Um, mm-hmm. They chant a bunch. There's a lot of Jesus-heavy stuff. Oh, They talk too much about loving each other and oneself and uh, just general weirdness. Their date just... is to <laughs> a showing of in someone's random house of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah, which... Uh, okay, feels a little like it's going to be some heavy-handed foreshadowing there. For what? sure, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, I, the title soon, of the As movie. soon as I fucking saw that, I was like, mm, <laughs> all right. Come on, yeah. Guys, real quick, the guy who directed this movie, here's some of the other things he directed. Okay, sure. First Blood, the the, the, Ram- oh. the original Rambo oh, movie. Wow. Weekend at Bernie's. Fuck. Huh. And two episodes of The Red Shoe Diaries. Hot. Wait, that's the entire catalog or highlights? No, okay. no, lots of stuff, but those well, are just some, some greatest yeah. hits. Yeah. This is not Weekend at Bernie's. No. Also, also uh, during the date with Karen Allen, uh, Danny, uh, the character from Caddyshack, um, he, uh, he foils a kidnapping of one of the other people. Right. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so Peter Fonda is the leader of the cult, uh, obviously with that face that he's got. Mm-hmm. Um, after a few days uh, at the compound, he tries to escape. They chase him literally off a cliff. Um, yep. He is rescued from the water below and has a born again moment having almost died. And then he changes his name in a sort of Jekyll and Hyde split image kind of way and fully accepts the brainwash. His name is now uh, Joshua. Yes. Mm. Uh, yeah, and it's uh, yeah. baptism by falling. I think. Yeah, we we decided. Uh, yeah, anything's a baptism you, if you try hard enough. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. So that 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 leads me to this question that I asked Zach before was: mm-hmm. Could a priest bless the humidity <laughs> in a locality and then oh, auto baptize wow. everyone who's walking around a swamp, more or less? That really seems like more of a thing that like the Mormons would try to. Pull I mean, they off. do they do uh, baptize people's baptize dead relatives dead. in graveyards. Oh, yeah, it's no. reasonably common. Yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. Well, they want them yeah, to get into that... heaven, of course, to meet uh, yeah, space yeah, Jesus. Right. Dude, the only way to get there. Yeah, body to science, baby. Body <laughs> to science. <laughs> Can you put? Don't let any weirdo baptize me <laughs> in your will. No, like literally, my my. My final wishes in actual legal documentation are donate every organ and then whatever scientific institution needs something to cut up can have me. I remember it used to be pseudoscience as the goof, but, uh, you know, I... You know what? Things have gotten too fucking dark to make that go. It's true. Mm. It's true. Yeah. It's true. We we need them them organs nowadays. Oh, man, I cannot wait until I get one of Lee's eyes. (laughs) Just one, Yeah, just one. Sure. See, sure. I figured you boys would be more in it for my hair follicles, oh, but God damn it! Oh, okay. Havsies, Seth Havsies. Yeah, on yeah, those? yeah, yeah. But like right down the <laughs> middle, enough it'll to be go a real around, split baby. image. All right, I'll take the left. You oh, can have the right. Oh no, <laughs> I was thinking front back. <laughs> oh, okay, fun, 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 fun. I Love like it because the guy with the back option—that's going to be like pretty normal. But the guy with the front option—it's mm-hmm. a look. It's a look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> So that he yeah, falls anyway. off a cliff and now he's Joshua. Yeah, now yeah, it's Joshua. Joshua. There's um, like a whole weird ritual thing where they oh, like a lot of burn their stuff. clothes and Karen Allen is like, oh. 
Yeah. Yeah. Joshua is born. Joshua is born. Joshua is born. Um, the parents, including Brian Dennehy as the dad, uh, go to find him and do find him at the compound. Danny tells them to fuck off. Uh, and then as they go home, James Wood shows up as a quote extractor claiming he can get Danny out. Mm-hmm. He's the guy who does. Yeah. The it sounds like the kind of thing that real life. He James is a Woods real desperate like, parents. He is just disgusting. Like yeah, he's, he is meta James Woods in this yeah, movie. Yeah, he's it's, dropping hard Fs oof. all over the place. Like his way to disabuse people from this cult is to just just call them gay yeah. in the most cruel Among way possible. Things. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really yeah. disgusting. Man, why did it take the world so long to find out that James Woods sucks so That's a much? Good question. That's a very good yeah. question. Unclear. I think it's because he was Hades and Hercules, and it's just that's just I such a great. I do like yeah. Hades sure. from Hercules, sure. though. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess um, I guess he gets a free pass forever. <laughs> ah, beans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we have what seems like an unnecessary subplot where Danny and Karen uh, want to bone. You're right. All the Danny scenes in Caddyshack do seem like an unnecessary yeah. subplot. Similarly here, but it's the whole movie, and also that statement stands. Yeah. yeah. Um. So uh, they want a bone. Peter Fonda finds out. Uh, it results in him being shipped off to start a new cult colony. Like as soon as the cult leader sees anybody being because he can even he controls moderately them. powerful. Yeah, he controls yeah. them. Just yeah, like, you're out of anyway. Here. Like so, they're not allowed to have sex. Of course, like no one in the compound yeah. is allowed to have any kind of relationship beyond the the loving Christian family that they have created, and mostly loving Peter Fonda. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, normal um, cult stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's totally. pretty, pretty classic. Mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, before that can Cult happen, um, James Woods indeed does kidnap Danny uh, with Brian Dennehy, the dad, and brings him to their family home uh, and does a bunch of very violent and abusive deprogramming stuff, as Seth noted, mm-hmm. um, which he resists via um, Fonda and Karen's internal voices. He basically just plays peter fonda speaking things in his head over and over while james woods like emotionally abuses him for weeks on end (laughs) i feel like he thinks that he is actually communicating with them via i totally do we want to do we want to get to it already via the tongues or do we want to wait probably probably better left to a deeper discussion we'll we'll discuss the tongues later (laughs) yeah Um, so finishing up uh the cult folks (laughs) the cult folks show up at the house and everybody beats the shit out of them um it's all like james woods has a bunch of weird cronies that just hang around yeah he just has like a a van full of hired thugs that he uses to kidnap people and yeah he runs a cult no 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 this is james woods he runs the anti-cult oh oh but yeah people are really psyched to like yeah he does conversion yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, finally, James Woods breaks uh, Danny by showing him uh, what he's doing to his family. Um, this shell of a human that used to be Danny uh, still pines after Karen Allen, even though he sort of agrees that the cult was a bad choice. Well, uh, uh, wait. Um, so, so basically, Danny's family are all you know hyper hyper capitalist sort of people, and the cult has been mm-hmm. trying to convince him that capitalism is death, right? Yeah. And yeah. and that they should, in fact, so not all bad. And then, huh? well, yeah. See, that's the thing. But that they should be actively killing the capitalists, right? Yeah, that's a little intense. And so to <laughs> yeah. to like break Danny, what he does is he James Woods starts beating Brian Dennehy. 
uh, just right yep. right in Jesus. front of him and then being like hey danny isn't this what you wanted didn't you want to murder your own father murder your own father right now in front of me right. do it here's a knife yep. or whatever kill your father because that's what you've been saying you wanted to do this entire time and that's yep. what breaks danny yeah because he realizes oh this is my actual family mm-hmm. yep. um so uh, the cult, of course, comes back again to get him. Uh, he resists, but the allure of Karen Allen draws him back in mm-hmm. because he that's like the one through line through all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, they eventually meet up and she tries to get him to run. Um, Fonda shows up and there's a bitch slap fight between uh, Danny and Peter Fonda, which is weird and it's, uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, and then at the very end... Um, Karen is looking at Peter Fonda and at Danny and they're both like your allegiance. Where is it? Uh, Danny yanks her away and they literally run off into the sunset together. Roll credits. Yep. The ending is super abrupt. Yeah. Like all of that last paragraph happens in like five minutes. Maybe. Probably? Yeah. Maybe less. Yeah. When did you say the movie was from? 82. Again? 82. Okay. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So huh. there's a lot to talk about here. I have many notes, Seth. I, I didn't. We I didn't take a, a goddamn note, but oh, okay. okay. Uh, uh, well, so like, yeah, you're saying it's it wraps up really fast, and I think we've talked about like late '70s, early '80s dramas before, where we were like, I really wish they hadn't overdeveloped things early in the movie and let the ending mm-hmm. breathe a little bit. So we talked about that for sure. This movie is uh, 156, I think. Yeah. It is. Longer it, than fuck. It felt uh, way longer than that too, because it just it's I think so slow. It is. Well, Seth brought up a really good point. Like they don't do any uh, building in the beginning, and then the ending is also very stunted. And it was like, what was the original edit of this? Was it three and a half hours? Right. And then they accidentally cut all the good parts and left the middle. Like all the really all the characters. Slow, like we like, never develop any of the characters. Yeah, so they filmed like a three and a half hour movie, and they left all the Danny scenes, ah. cut all the Chevy <laughs> scenes. There's a lot of Danny and Gopher in this, and it's like uh, nobody wanted that. Mm-hmm. This is stupid. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Get 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 to some of your 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 points. Yeah. There, uh, well, the the first thing. So this movie was another that barely existed in the world, and I found a copy for us. And um, my immediate first note was. It feels like we're watching an eight millimeter copy that was digitized through the lid of a hummus container. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it is horrendous. There's a quality, lot of Vaseline on this. Uh... Do you do you just have hummus on the brain? Because we all watched Zohan together recently. Oh, it could be that. Yeah, could be that. Gross. I don't know. It just felt like there was a lot of schmear on the. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. well, schmear oh, is something else, but that's all right. True, I was true, gonna true. ask you guys, uh, the way you're describing it, it sounds like very much like a forgotten movie, mm-hmm. like one of those movies that it's like show would have shown up on like the Late Show uh, mm-hmm. in like 1989, where it's like, oh, all the TVs are over, so let's put on this movie that no one pays for because no one gives yeah. a shit because it's about been it, seven like. years and nobody cared even in 1982. And then the test yeah. pattern comes up during the credits, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I totally buy that. I again, I don't know how this got on the list. Uh, well, no, I I, I I did this one because when Peter Fonda oh. died, I just put every film that I hadn't heard of from Peter Fonda. Oh. Like we talked about this mm-hmm. recently, that that's one of the ways that we end up with some of these okay. fucking nonsense yeah. bullshit. Okay. Movies. Do you yeah. do you want to hear the tagline from the poster for this film? 
Of course Holy I do. shit, yes. <laughs> they marketed this movie first. Yeah, but yeah I, of course I, I can I send do. you the poster later. But it is, <laughs> Homeland has kidnapped Danny's mind. Only this man can steal it back. For $10,000 cash, no questions asked. Split image. I feel like Several I feel like a lot of that didn't show up in either summary yeah, I, say, I just heard. Uh-huh. Yeah. Apropos, like, out of context, no one knows what Homeland is. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. Also, that is so long as a tagline. Like what? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And is ten thousand dollars supposed to be impressive or? Well, uh, I mean, that's what uh, James Wood is charging to. Uh... Yeah, yeah. It's a point of contention between him and Denny for sure. I think he yeah. actually ends up charging him like fifteen, but. Yeah, it gets higher later. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, regardless, it. Yeah. It really reminds me of. That that tagline reminds me of this episode of Wings, Go on. where Casey comes up with a new slogan for Nantucket, mm. and it's oh god, I can't fucking remember what it is exactly, but it's like forty five words long, <laughs> and she prints yeah. it on a button, and it circles the button more than once, uh, and like yeah. <laughs> I feel like this movie. Mm-hmm. Is circling something more than once, yeah. possibly a drain. The turlet, perhaps. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, the one thing that stuck out to me early, and I think still resonates, uh, is that this seemed like a response to the cult panic. Mm-hmm. Maybe this was peak. Yeah, cult I was going to ask. It reminded me of like satanic panic a little bit too. but then it like. But, like, Jonestown and mm-hmm. the Manson murders and all that shit had happened in, like, the previous 15 years. So, like, yeah. sure. a lot of cult stuff in the 70s and the early And then a bunch 60s. happened a couple years later, right. like, in the early 90s. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but people they, are thinking about it, clearly. Yeah, but they truly picked the most generic versions of a cult. Uh, like, it's just super Jesus-heavy. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, uh, you know, uh, Jim Jones kind of prolific leader guy. And, like, there was nothing interesting about the cult it was just like oh i guess this is if you not if you like mash the cult, all the cults start. together yeah this is like what they all have like, biblical yeah. they all have reborn biblical names like uh yeah. karen mm-hmm. allen's original name was amy but she changed it to yep. rebecca yeah yeah amy amy doesn't like bad men oh, yeah <laughs> amy. just like the gorilla in congo <laughs> um you know friend of the show caitlin started a cult when she was a child really we we should have her on at some point to tell the story. I'm a little spotty on the details, but I've heard this story before, and it's 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 both very fun because they were children, sure. and also very chilling because I know her as an adult. <laughs> um, like, like well, if you were capable of that, then what are you capable? Yeah, of? Yeah, that's a level now? of creativity that seems dangerous. Sure, no, that's fun. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite. Just kidding. Lines... Friend of the show, Caitlin is is someone I I very much I very much hold dear to me. Oh so, yeah, yeah. yeah, she is a deep well of fun. You can tell. Yep. Yeah. Uh, um, one of my favorite lines was Peter Fonda. I think Danny tells him about his um gymnastics uh, aspirations. See, I thought it was Peter... golf for some reason. Oh, no, the weird. whole inter- the whole like credit the opening credit sequence was. Oh, you piece <laughs> of shit! God damn it. You know, if he wins the caddy tournament, he'll get a scholarship for college. Oh. <laughs> My entire ass. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Um, anyway, continue. One. We're we're back in the flow. Congratulations. <laughs> Yay. Uh, okay. You have to, um, have to let it lay fallow 
for a little while. It's it's all temporal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. Gotta, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like rhubarb. When you first grow it, it tastes terrible. You got to bury it for a while. Ooh, mm. I, that's how rhubarb works. It's one of the few foods I hate ever in my life. I can't. I like rhubarb. Mm. Um, so Peter Fonda, after Noonan. being told this thing about Noonan, <laughs> gross. That's just low hanging fruit. Come mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Uh, so he goes, yeah, this is like early on in the movie. And Danny's like, yeah, I don't think I want to be here. And he uh, tells him about the gymnastics and he goes, that's what we're doing here. We're becoming Olympic champions with our lives. I was like, that's not even, I don't think that's I not mean, convincing. They've, they've let some stuff into the Olympics in the last couple of years, but I don't think that's mm-hmm. one. Yeah. It was so like, uh, no one did any research into cults and just were like, what do crazy people sound like? Okay. It's yeah. You were really describing to me like an after school. Oh yeah. No, like, no, I was waiting for this Helen. seems like a student film. Yeah. Or like when, when people make dare movies about like what it's like to be on drugs that have clearly never done any drugs. I was, say, yeah. I was waiting for you to tell me that Helen Hunt takes angel dust and jumps yeah, out a window. Right. This exactly is what I'm waiting that, for. Yes. Like the whole time you were describing and this Darren the movie. dare lion is standing there watching her <laughs> do it and does nothing. <laughs> Seth, you have a real fucking bone to pick with Darren the dare lion. Yeah. He's such he a fucking coward, that's why. <laughs> you know, it surprisingly does, huh? But maybe I should Darren talk to the my therapist lion about is the... Darren the Dare Lion and how he betrayed <laughs> He's me. The... He is a cowardly lion. He has not yet met the wizard. Yeah, yeah, The wizard is a drug dealer that I know who lives under a bridge. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> um, uh, at one point in the middle of the movie, Seth and I discussed... No, stop it. Hmm. Um... Seth and I discussed uh, the pros and cons of cults and what our ideal cult would look like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm the mouthpiece. Seth is the idea man, and Zach is the muscle. Oh, sure. I mean, well, well yeah, yeah, that for goes without our saying, cult, but, right? But I mean, yeah, yeah. just generically, like ideologically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we decided that we'd be totally in if you subtract the Jesus. Yeah. Uh, have the same amount of. Farming. So John Turturro's not allowed in our cult. Who is what? John no, Turturro, no, no, not allowed no. in the cult? No, he's fine. Actual Christ Jesus. Um, yeah, but he no. would also oh, be like... Not Digi. In, in our cult, right. John Turturro would definitely be urinated on by a robot, so like it's fine. True. Mm-hmm. It's part of the scripture, yeah. I think, yes. Yeah. Oreobot. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is for no one. So less, less <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yeah, less Jesus. <laughs> less Jesus. The same amount of farming. Absolutely. Like, let's cultivate some shit, grow some plants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then strictly more geodesic domes. Yeah, just like, uh, no, like there's a lot of ooh, geodesic domes in this movie. So many. And yeah. our cult will be 100% devoted to geodesic domes. Like if that if there is a Christ figure, it is just going to be a Jesus. It's just going to be yeah, an isosahedron, uh-huh. truncated. My partner and I were uh-huh. were very recently um, just dream house shopping. Uh-huh. You know, like just pick a city and look at what the real estate looks like. And and the city we have me looking at is like apparently very much within our grasp. But anyway, uh, one or two of the houses had uh, in the backyard as a feature and uh, like jungle gym for the kids. And we're like, well, we don't fucking care because, like, snip, yeah, right. snip. Um, but uh, one of the jungle gyms was actually a child-sized Thunderdome, and I am fully on board for this geodesic oh, dome shit. Like, yeah. I would keep that, and I would <laughs> like invite Zach when you have children. I would like, hey, come, come, come visit my child <laughs> Thunderdome. Welcome to the Thunderdome. Welcome to my yeah. child cult or er, Thunderdome. <laughs> 
two not nephews and nieces enter, <laughs> one not nephew and niece. Okay, out. now now you've got me thinking. If uh, so, like cults go out of favor. What happens to all the cult stuff? Like, can you buy? Like, you can buy old churches, right? Can you buy? Can old we, cult are you ones? asking if we could buy old Nikes in bulk? Because I think we That's could. No, but like, can we buy a like a compound with a bunch of or geodesic a, b- a domes. bunch of geodesic domes? Just a bunch of right at like domes. bargain basement yeah. real estate mm-hmm. prices because the land is haunted and forever forsaken. <laughs> like, we've got geodesic domes. Everything must go. <laughs> yeah, and then we can start our agave farm. Fuck. Mm. Ooh, biodome, but it's all agave. Oh I was God. definitely this thinking about endless. using a geodesic dome as a greenhouse. Absolutely. That was one of my yeah. plans, yeah. They're very structurally sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, They're very structurally certainly. sound. Normal yeah. greenhouses like fall over in the wind all the time. They do. And also, with a geodesic no, dome, can we make it because out of... it's faceted, you can remove some of them as vents. That is also true. Yeah. yeah. I was about to ask, can we make it out of wrought iron and glass so it could be a butterfly aviary too? Sure, we absolutely yeah. could. In if we buy the compound, we're gonna have like between three and four dozen of these fucking yeah, things. True. So, yeah, it's true. Yeah, everybody gets like fifteen to do what they yeah, want. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Like you can have a butterfly. This zone. geodesic dome was valued at over four thousand dollars. You can have it for the low, low price of nineteen ninety nine. Shit. If you can haul it away, you can take I, it. There is I'm super a... excited for this cult, actually. Like I know, me too. I, this... <laughs> I think we did it right this yeah. time. Isn't that what everybody says? <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna start a cult, but we're gonna do it right yeah, this yeah, time. Yeah. Uh apropos of nothing, there is a greenhouse going uh sorry, there's an auction company up by me that I follow religiously because of estate sales and shit. Mm-hmm. Some greenhouse went out of business and they're selling all their stuff, including like plant, um, like existing plants. Very expensive. It's not like an auction situation. It's like retail value, which is bullshit. But they're also selling entire greenhouses. uh, And I don't know. I haven't seen the like size of these, but the one they're advertising was (laughs) $30,000 for a greenhouse. And I was like, that's like an entire trailer. Like that seems way too expensive. That's I, yeah. like two houses in North Dakota. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Just mm-hmm. too much. Plus, how do you move a bunch of glass and stuff? Like it's it's probably plastic, yeah. honestly. Oh, carefully. Yeah. Well, even then, like, why so expensive? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, moving on. Uh, were we talking about a movie? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Tums. getting down Tums. to. Oh, tongues. Yeah, talk about tongues. Talk about tongues. Okay. It was a whole thing. I well oh, yeah, to you preface teased this earlier. I watched this movie about an hour ahead of Seth and I said, I don't want to forget about this. I'm just gonna put these words here and we'll talk about it later, speaking in tongues. And Seth said, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then we got to it and we both had laughed out loud when it happened. It is something. So yeah. that's the thing. Okay, so it's speaking in tongues. The thing about speaking in tongues is like it can either be scary or it can seem silly, and I don't oh, think there's it is anything in between. It is the goofiest fucking shit in this. So, so, yep. uh, you know, Danny, you know from Caddyshack, um, and uh, oh yeah, I've seen that. And movie. Karen Allen are like, oh, we are so horny. We better go talk to Peter Fonda um, yep. because we're too horny. God, the last thing you're supposed to do if you're too horny is go talk to yeah, dad. Yeah, just like, go fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, they've been brainwashed. And so, um, sure. and Peter Fonda is like, hey, horniness is the devil trying to, I don't know, fuck you or something. Uh, whatever. And 
then he like starts just just soothingly talking to them and then just commands Danny, you know, from Caddyshack to just just speak in tongues, <laughs> sure, speak sure. in tongues. And Danny just starts does like, it, does he does he command him? I think he I think he asks him. He goes, oh, yeah. And like, again, yeah, this you, has never come like, up. Do in you want to speak the tongues or something? Yeah, he's like, would you like to speak in tongues? And in one second, Danny begins speaking in tongues. He just goes, uh-huh, I do. And, and he's just like uh. babbling in a pseudo Latinate sounding language. Yep. Yep. And and then he and then he does command Karen Allen translate. And she also thinks for zero yeah, seconds. Yeah, so he's like, says And it's like that goofy at that speed. And then she just recites the lyrics to scat. Yeah, oh, that was like, I'm a scat man. It was just hanging right there. Yeah. <laughs> it was so stupid. Like, everybody stutters one way. Or the- that's what Karen seven- Allen says. Is everybody stutters one way or the other. So check out my message to you. As a matter of fact, I'm letting nobody hold you back. Because the scat man can do it, so can you. Everybody's heard about the meaning of scat, and I'm the professor. And I could- yeah, that one. <laughs> yep. Beep, bop, 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 bop. I I'm just imagining <laughs> them filming that John. scene. Nobody had. Well, yeah, John. They they had to have done fifteen takes because I guarantee everybody laughed everybody their entire way through. Mm-hmm. That. Must have cracked every up. single time. It was the stupidest. It thing. was the stupidest I, bullshit. So dumb. So like yeah. my understanding of speaking in tongues is if you're a believer, right. which I know I'm not, and I I'm pretty sure Indeed. neither of you are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, uh, if you are a believer, the whole idea of speaking in tongues is that the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit or some equivalent based on your belief system has uh, descended upon and, you. Right. And you... For some reason, always speaks Latin. It's very confusing because, you know, Satan yeah. def- existed before Latin did, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, but also right. people that are possessed by demons and need exorcisms also speak in Latin. I know. So it's, it's like inc- a fine line. It's incredibly right? frustrating. <laughs> Yeah, hmm. it's almost like that whole tradition is based in a time when people, uh, w- when they witnessed the celebration of their religion, it was done in Latin, but they probably didn't speak or understand mm-hmm. the words, yep. so they were just, I don't know, maybe parroting back phrases and words that they had heard that they don't actually know the meaning of. I'm just spitballing yeah. here. Yeah. But, I have some know. fun stories about that. <laughs> But we, well, I won't tell them now. <laughs> okay. Mm. Um, I have two more. Oh, uh, oh, oh! James. The uh, the, oh. the speaking in tongues though. When Danny is being yeah. disabused of his, uh, he's being uh, quote mentally deprogrammed or whatever. Oh right. He yeah. start. Oh, so it's like the scene in Caddyshack when Chevy Chase uh, blindfolds himself and puts a bunch, and Danny. <laughs> it is completely right? ebbed again. Uh, I, yeah. I, no. <laughs> like I can't. Wait, we we turn Seth on it now. Yeah, I'm surprised. I can't even. I... This is like a a three man weave of ebbs and flows. Yeah. Oh boy, for real, for real. Oh, what tangled webs we weave. Yeah. Uh, something wicked this way comes. So, um. <laughs> So when Danny is being disabused, when he is being abused by uh, James Woods, um, he he like starts speaking in tongues again and is some kind of like psychic connection where he can talk to Peter Fonda or he thinks he can. And he can talk to Karen Allen because he's speaking in tongues and they like speak in English back to him. Uh, It's very it's it's psychic links. He he has an ansible, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, fun. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, speaking of deprogramming, um, James Woods, who we all know fucking sucks the most, yeah, he's, the uh, worst. is not only 
playing sort of an archetype of his own personality in this, but overacts this entire it's movie. So every obscene. second he's on screen yeah. is just like turn it fucking down, James. What are you doing? I'm I'm willing to to go out on a limb. Enemy of the show. Yeah. Every everything I've ever seen James Woods in. He overacts, except for Videodrome. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And I'm wondering, like, is it just that Cronenberg was so tuned in to his <laughs> bullshit that he was able to, like, coax an interesting performance out of him, as opposed to just the, like, I'm weird looking and kind of handsome sometimes in the <laughs> 80s. Like, you know. That's true. Yeah. I've been a dad forever. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. I mean, this was truly over the top. It was really bad. It was was quite bad. Bananas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Then my last one was uh, Seth and I both experienced time dilation watching this movie. Uh, (laughs) Oh, you guys had a Buffalo 60. We did. We really did. I mean, I Um, never never had to suffer through that, but now Zach uh, has had to suffer through it twice. But that's why we need an Ansible so we can talk through the time dilation. But that's not here nor there. Mm -hmm. It was... uh, So again, it was about two hours long, and that... It, like endlessly, I kept looking at the timestamp, going like, "That was only ten minutes. That felt like hours. Like it was bafflingly long it, and slow and terrible. And nothing and nothing ever happened. Yeah. And so like yeah, it it just it just it was it's baffling. I feel like yeah. my if if I watched this movie and my twin brother were on a spacecraft, uh, <laughs> <laughs> traveling at near traveling light at near speed. light speed. Uh, or was even just on the moon. If he was just on the moon, uh, that we relativity co- doesn't take that far. Yeah, no, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just feel like I have aged a hundred years after watching yeah. it. Yep, agreed. Yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. Um, speaking of weird, dumb sci-fi stuff, did you see they're making that Ernst Klein's writing Ready Player Two? I did two? see that. It makes. Oh. I just wanted to point out how bad that title is. That's all. Yeah. Oh. Well, mm, I can imagine conceptually. No. No, I can't. No. No. I no. Can't. <laughs> no. The first the, one the, was just it, the, was just referential, like nothing but referential. With, with, yeah, yeah, I tried to watch the movie and I couldn't get. I was on a plane and I only got Ooh. ten minutes in. But like the way I under <laughs> yeah right. The way I understand it is it's about this dude who uh, mm-hmm. sucks, and then there's a, a girl who doesn't suck as much, and then they meet in the real world eventually. And I feel like the obvious sequel is the journey that that girl goes on, but that doesn't make sense for the title. The title mm-hmm. feels like it has to be a direct yeah. continuation mm-hmm. of the first yeah. guy's story. Anyway, we were talking about yeah, split image. We're, we're, I wish we're, we weren't, but yeah, yeah. we're. I mean, yeah. we're done. Like there's like so there's not really any good money stuff. It didn't. It didn't make money. I guess. No, yeah, I don't think you it don't. Did. It didn't. Say. It didn't make money, but I don't know what it cost. But it it I, it made two hundred. Hey, what's with the fucking puzzle pieces? On I know the it's poster? very confusing. Uh, there was so yeah. they tried to make this like theme heavy or trope heavy, mm-hmm. and they failed in every possible way. Like the Jekyll and Hyde shit was like a little on the nose, and then I, it never came back, and it was just very. Dumb. I like, so desperately wanted it to be a real, honest to god satanic cult, and the twist was that Danny was going to be, you know, from Caddyshack, was going to be, <laughs> um, sure. was going to be turned into 
a monster, like a like a an actual monster, not just I love that. you know the lame human monster that he was. Yeah, right. That's a way better version. And, uh, or like he kills Peter Fonda and James becomes Woods the new cult. Yeah, right. Like any anything except for the thing that it did. Would yeah, be, which was it was just sure. so yeah. mundane. But this movie yeah. made two hundred and sixty three thousand six hundred thousand thirty five dollars. Woo! <laughs> All um, right. Great. Also, uh, Bill Ingvall, uh played a yeah. student who was at the house where uh, uh, Danny and uh, uh, Karen Karen Allen have the date. Uh, no, he, so he is there watching. Did the you movie. find him? I never. Saw, I never actually saw him. Okay, I, I could but, not. But, for the life but it's the only place that student like his his role yeah. was student, and it's the only place that there are other students. So sure, sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was way down on the cast, yeah. but you know, you know yeah. how we do. All right. Yeah, no, I mean, we got Pepper in those those mm-hmm. names, so. Slam Pickens. Um, should we uh, Should we rate? Yeah. Yep. So the IMDb with, wow, 686 votes. Oh, oh my God. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a low loopers. We can we can move the needle on this one. Is what you're saying? <laughs> all you faking heads out yeah. there, it's call, calling all faking heads, <laughs> calling all faking heads. <laughs> wow. All right, with uh, 686 votes, this is a 6.5 out of 10 according to the IMDb. Ooh. That sounds wrong. That's, just from what yeah, you told everyone me. Everyone in the movie and their family members. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Michael O'Keefe's mom voted yeah. uh, six hundred and. He called times. in a favor with yeah. Bill Murray. He probably voted. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You know they were in Caddyshack. Together? I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> it's back around. <laughs> Zach, what do you uh, feel? Uh, okay. Um, Bad. Or do you want me to go oh. first? I can go first. I don't care. No, I will. Right. I thought Lee had a thing to say. Yeah, you have a thing to say. No, you feel bad. That's mm. why. I was oh, saying. I feel bad. Yes, yeah. I do. Um, yeah, the OG, uh, was not redeemable in any capacity. Um, it was boring. It wasted, again, I thought it was two hours. It felt like six of Mm -hmm. my life. Uh, I don't know how that happened. Everything about it sucks. Um, I'm going to go two. Like it was truly nothing. Mm -hmm. It was just, it's not bad. Good. It's not even bad, bad. It's just nothing. It's yeah. Yeah. Um, Lee, your movie, while a uh, kind of bummer, was very... Uh, it was an emotional ride. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, yeah, I uh, I mean, you tackled a lot of environmental issues. Those are very hot. Uh, <laughs> so hot right now. <laughs> the, the pipeline going through Virginia just got canceled last week. It sure did, yeah. Yeah, yeah hey! Yeah. I get to still, I, you know, not to, to give up too much about where I live. I get to enjoy the George Washington National Forest can, I, yeah. as I do now. I can continue <laughs> yep, to enjoy indeed. it. That was that was a huge victory for all of us. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I liked yours a lot. Um, yeah, I'm going to go seven, six, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Seth, what'd you got? Um, yeah, the original, you, you stole the number I was going to use. Um, <laughs> okay. yeah. You know, we're allowed to like do the mm, same yeah, thing, I, right? It's like when you're at a restaurant with a bunch of friends and everybody has problems about this. It's like, I'm going to order what I fucking want. <laughs> it doesn't matter when I place my order. Oh, like... oh yeah. Yeah. No, I mean in, in, in the real world. Yes. But I feel like at a certain point in, in my development as a human, 
I was like, oh well, if they got if they got sixty four chicken fingers called uh, what was it? Um, <laughs> the Chicktendo yeah, 64. the Chicktendo sixty four. Then I yeah. can't also yeah. get sixty four chicken fingers called the Chicktendo sixty four. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, just quick, quick little diversion. If if you're um, one of those assholes who decided they it's okay for them to go dine in a restaurant right now instead of getting yeah. takeout. Um, you better be leaving at least fucking yeah, 40% you piece tip. Of shit. Uh, oh, fuck yeah. And you can get the I don't want to hear anything else. Yeah. You can suck my yeah. fucking dick. Like Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. honestly, like if if it's so important to you to go to a restaurant and not and and not just take takeout that you need to endanger the lives of other human beings, um yeah, you should be at least paying them for it. Compensation, you stupid pieces of trash garbage. Anyway, <laughs> um yeah, public safety is gets me gets gets my cockles up right now. Um, <laughs> the gym is Russell. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, this movie. Uh, yeah, but again, Zach already ordered the two, so um, I guess I need <laughs> I need to go. F- we all order the two. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, Zach ordered the general blows chicken on this one. So. Oh yeah, I mean, I just I'm gonna get. I guess I need to get a low score main or something. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's off the cuff. Like if I had, if I had more time you to know, workshop give it, the it, number I one with, with a bullet, you son of a yeah, bitch. Yeah, I could have come up with something Stop. better. Anyway, it's like a like a one point nine eight. It's nothing. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. <laughs> I was gonna say the Mugu guy three, but yeah, whatever. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, but I was gonna rate that high. Mm. Anyway, uh, Lee, I do like eco-terrorism. Mm-hmm. It's very fun. Um, and and the uh, I, I, I like how you were constantly bringing up how Caddyshack was important. Right, so Lee, you had, uh, you know, eco-terrorism, which is something I really enjoy and is uh, super fun. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the, the, like, I liked the, the, like, the conceptual through line through the whole thing of you know uh uh well moralism versus uh uh progress and and also you know the the bird murdering thing and god you, you end things so well every goddamn time and i don't know how you have that chef's kiss but you do it I feel like I should just start writing the end of books and sending them to publishers and be like, guess what? It's going to suck other than this. But if you like what I'm throwing at you right Precisely. now. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I am going to give you like a, a 7.2. Hey, sounds like I did pretty good this yeah. week. And I mean, you're up against some real shit. So hmm. <laughs> much like much like Caddyshack. Okay. Uh, I, I don't want to. I don't want to jump. I think that joke needs to die. Uh, we need to. We need to. Kylo I was Ren that just joke. thinking we needed to Kylo Ren it. Huh. Or uh, or Third Eye Blind. Mm. You could put the past away. That one. Sure enough. Uh, yeah, Zach, you need to just end the show. Yep, because we're dying. Uh, here. All right, we got next week. Uh, it's going to be me doing Gosford Park. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. a movie people have heard of, I think. Right. Yeah. I've yeah, okay. I could yeah. get behind that. Um, yeah. That, that, that fucks reasonably heavy in the streets, sort of. So on that note. This is 
yeah this is awful uh i'll watch what mm. she's watching uh y'all need to like just stay inside yeah tagline again i i okay do it again do it again right now i'll watch i'll, I'll watch what oh. she's no, watching that, no, like, no. it was it was i'll watch what she's watching yep <laughs> <laughs> that was it that was the one <laughs> and then this is the cold open yeah well <laughs> oh, all right all right i'm yes. stopping